Poetic Properties is a complex creation brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, you have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex, the poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. This is episode 89. Um, In today's session, we're going to get into the paralysis, pain causes in our physical, mental, and emotional being when not processed correctly. Uh, We're going to talk about fighting through pain, figuring out the right responses um, to it all. Uh, We talk about the importance of knowing what helps our mental balance and not being afraid to try what's needed to keep you going. Um, This week for me, was it was super challenging uh, being fully, fully at this point off of, you know, my anxiety meds, like sleeping has completely disappeared. I thought it was bad before um, on the medicine, but I realized even without, like, even without it, it just, it increases the not sleeping to, a crazy level of non-sleep. So um, kind of going off two hours, two and a half, uh, three max in a 24-hour period over the past week. It's just been difficult tossing and turning, getting up um, in the middle of the night more than normal, mind racing. Like, it It just was crazy. Um, I had I had a breakdown this week uh and it was it was really bad like i it was really really bad it put me into somewhat of i don't have to say somewhat like it really affected my emotional uh being like i kept seeing uh fathers with their daughters i kept seeing you know you see you know oh the daughter is is the daughter or the father is the daughter's first love right and i'm like i'm bugging like i don't have i I don't have no defense to it for whatever reason like it was big tears like heavy emotion um Things that I kind of feel like, like I, I like I got to deal with it, but I thought that I dealt with it in a high enough level that, in the event my emotions were off, it wouldn't affect me, um, as much. But this week let me know that it does, right? Like it's not jealousy. Like the feeling is not jealousy of seeing seeing fathers get to uh, raise their daughters, right? It's pain. Um, I was looking through my Dropbox and I was looking at pictures of Imani, which is my oldest daughter. Right. And immediately I'm like, she, she will never know. She, she had a sister for a split second. Like she'll never, she'll, I mean, not, you know, not on, on my end. I don't, I don't know where her mom has going on, but on my end. Right. And so I'm looking through the, the, the pictures and I'm like noticing like I got mad pictures of her just growing up from birth to about two, two and a half. And I'm looking at these guys and I, I look at how, you know, the stereotype of 
of dads not taking care of their kids and, you know, and having these fights amongst the parents that's just tearing the kids up. Like, it just, it just hit me. And it's been overwhelming this week. And I've been trying to push through and act normal and stuff like that. But it's been really, really overwhelming. Um, just a sense of, like, like just a void. And saying it, like, I know it's there, right? Uh, I know the void is there, and that hits at me and my, my everyday thinking. I know the void is there. This week, I felt it for real, for real. Like, I felt it in my true, my true state, you know, my, my true chemical balance. Like, I, I stood in that, and I felt it. And I... I don't understand how how people get past it. I don't I, I don't. So it made my week really, really hard. And, you know, once my personal space or what I feel is my personal space, like if once I feel like that's dark, I really, you know, tend to shut down because I don't want to take my emotions out on people. And um, excuse me. I don't want to take my emotions out on people. I don't want to, like, I want to be able to respond to things in my natural form. I want to be able to feel things in my natural form. And I realized this week that I hadn't really been feeling the physicality of the stress, of the depression, of the anxiety, the frustration. Like, I've been uh, notifying that it's there, but it finally entered feeling-wise. And I just been dealing with that all week. Just I <clears throat> one, I wish I I wish I just got the opportunity to to show Kennedy stuff, right? Like, no matter what my five kids that that are living, they have something to say, like my dad really did blah 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 blah. He was this, that, and the other before any chaos, any confusion, anything. Like this is this is who he is, right? I was watching something and the, the the little girl was crying for her dad. Like she was clearly able to talk. Like she was crying like, nah, like, like, fam, what is you doing? And the way she was crying, whatever reason, it triggered tears. The idea of a, a, a kid just wanting their parent, whether it's a whether it's a boy or a girl, right? And it 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 tripped me out. I'm watching, and I, I like, and again, I know I know TV is TV, um, but it was a situation where a relationship was breaking up, and both of them understood the necessity of it happening. But the breakup really like had me bugging. The like, all right, this this is it, this is done. Really had me bugging and, and stuff like that never does. And so I'm fighting this, this, this want to like I wasn't finished having kids as a father, right? But also I'm not just about to be getting people pregnant, like. But the my my mind understands that I wasn't I wasn't done. So when things like this hit, like I got, it, it sits me down. 
that was tearing up my week. Like my, I was just emotionally just, just drained and just like had no ability. Like, so tears was, was going, um, after last week's pod, I closed the table like that. The, the monitor stands on, like cut my finger down to the bone. Like it's a big chunk of my, like front of my index, like that. I, it's just hanging on at this point. Like I'm just trying to make sure like, they don't got to cut the tip of my finger off, right? But I wanted to be mad, like, oh, I'm not going to pod now because I got an attitude, even though the pod a week later. I mean, not a week later, but I ride out the week. But it was, the pain was so bad that I had to take off work on Monday. And so I understood, like, all right, I know they're probably going to be tripping or whatever. I go back to work and as usual, every time that I take a day or two, it's it's always something. I get back, my old supervisor, um, he hits me up like, hey, boom, 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 boom. And it wasn't as if he was trying to create mess. He was just kind of, um, as my previous supervisor, he trying to kind of figure out what's going on. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't get what, I don't get why you're the one reaching out to me. And so now it had created a weird space at work for me because in the moment I felt like, yo, about my supervisor, like, yo, why you couldn't, why you couldn't just tell me that? Like that, like that's really, that's weird to me. Again, it wasn't no malice. It wasn't no, no, uh, uh, bitterness. It wasn't no mess. It was just a, a message being relayed to me that I felt that I should, have heard it from the person right old me would let it go and just be like the hell with it whatever and have that weird sense of like uh uh distrust like like it's just it's just weird the old me would have would have done that i would have taken that first incident and made that the big deal right i hit her up immediately hey I need to speak with you. It's urgent. Once I had her on the phone, my attitude from the action had dissipated because I move in understanding. I move in the why. I don't care about the extras. So I just let her know, hey, I don't know if you understand, but you are my leader, right? In this fucked up ass job there shouldn't be anything that you can't say to me whether good or bad hearing it from somebody else I said I know in your mind you're softening the blow but to me and what I'm going through mentally I can't trust you now because you can't trust yourself to speak to me I said, I already didn't want to be on, on your team in general. I just, I'm tired of all the quote unquote change because change is blah, 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 blah. I'm tired. I don't need to be dealing with multiple. So I don't need to be dealing with multiple leaders. And I said, I said, if you, you want for us to be, you want us to be so comfortable with you that you don't realize that you need to be comfortable with us as well. I said, so you doing that, it affects that for me. I said, so I'm letting you know, 
um, good or bad, just ask. And she's like, well, I remember you, you, you were, you were telling me how they picked on you and this, that, and the other. And I didn't want you to, to immediately think that I was picking on you. I said, picking on me as a result to being in this business is nagging me about every little wrong that you see wrong, right? Um, belittling me um, in emails without reviewing what you're even trying to attack me on, right? I said, without me being able to respond to any of it, I said, previous situations, I haven't been able to respond. But was it that I hadn't uh, been able to respond or... I just was like, all right, whatever. I can't live like that anymore. I'm realizing that it can't be just whatever. If I want to make whatever I'm doing cohesive for me, it's going to take me to have a purpose, understand it, and just let it be. I choose peace over everything at all times. Y'all y'all know I've been on that for a while. I said that, I told her, I said, you deserve the right for people or for you to feel comfortable with people. It doesn't make sense if I'm comfortable with you, if you're not comfortable with yourself. I said, so in the future, good or bad, tell me. I said, I'm not going to think that I'm not going to think that you're treating me like them. I'm glad you are aware. I'm glad you know that I wasn't bugging out when I told you that. Um, I'm, all that's cool. All that's cool. But you got to be able to to deal with it. You got to be able to to handle if I'm a spaz out or or not. Um, and she's like, "Why? Well, I feel like I'm sometimes, you know, sensitive to, you know, how they speak to me um, and they're picking that stuff, yada, yada, whatever. And I know I get defensive and, and stuff like that. And I said, ma'am, listen. I already don't want to be here. I will respond, but I will not be combative. This y'all company, y'all got to do what y'all got to do. I said, my thing is I am no longer sitting in a space of you get to say whatever. And like, just because like y'all in leadership or whatever, I'm not supposed to respond. And I realized like when I do respond, it comes off as aggressive and childish because it, it 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 becomes a point of now I have to make you look away because you disrespected me type stuff more than it's just like, hey, I really just want peace. I don't I don't have time for that. I'm not going to allow you to pick on me as long as you allow me to, you know, say why I did it, why I thought it, you know, whatever. If after I say that to you. And you then say. I, I understand that it's still this. All right, bet. But if you never give me a chance to tell you why I was thinking it, uh, what went through my mind to make me do that, there's no point. And so it was a 15, 20 minute call, um, but it, it, it affected me in a way that I normally would not, I normally wouldn't care because I'm like, I'm about to do my eight hours and I'm about to get up out of here. But I had to stop like, no, 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 no. Because if I let this continue, your perception of me is going to turn into one of 
hearsay, not see say. Right? Come to me good or bad. I'm going to come to you. I'm going to be respectful. Like, yeah, I get mad, you know, that y'all be talking to me. Yeah, I get, all right, cool. But that doesn't change that I should be able to have an adult response. And then let's go from there. This is a lifelong thing with people in authority. They say it and you do it and no questions. Or they say it and you see a different way and, and, and you do it the way that you see it. Sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong, but that's what coaching is. Coaching is not perfection. Coaching is knowing there is a failure out there. There is flaws. There's obstacles that we not handling well and going into the locker room and drawing up a new play with a, with now a new understanding of what is in front of us. Right. Correction. It, co- correction can't happen without without failure. And so, again, my mind going my mind like I'm frustrated, like like. I was more frustrated at the, hey, this came up from the supervisor. I'm more frustrated about that than whatever the the issue was. Because if you my if you my leader in whichever way, you got to be able to talk to me. Like you, you have to. This ain't this ain't no medieval, you know, you only talk to the king's hand and then he you need to talk to me. I need to talk to you, but I have to get there. You know, I have to get there mentally and want it for myself and want like understanding like, look, I have to be in this space with you. So I'm going to make it peaceful. Your assumption of me could be whatever, whatever you think that it is. And all right, fine. But I'm going to make sure that I speak my peace so that everybody understands, you know, what's going on. Um, I noticed that mentally we all get into this, this funk of they're the lead, they're the head of the friend group. You know, they've always led this, like we get lost in that because um, we are not focused on ascension per se, we're just f- cool with moving in the group up, right? Whether it's work, whether it's relationship, as long as you're just in the group and ascending with the group and not trying to ascend to a point of leadership, you're always going to be in that same funk that you're in, right? Because if I'm trying to be the if I'm trying to be the leader of myself, there's there's things you got to go through. Right. It, just, it is what it is. You have to go through if you have multiple siblings. Right. You have how many ever are above you. You got to go through them to emotionally and mentally see yourself like I'm growing up. This is not like like I'm not the little homie no more. I'll make you all laugh later on but about that. Um but if you're if, if you're not trying to ascend through your siblings, then you not, you now have to set a space to be the leader from your parents. If you super close with your cousins trying to get, you know, to I'm I, all right, 
I've been running behind you for this long or that long. Cool. You've been, you know, guiding me for this. Like, I realized that in, 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 in my personal life and I realized that in working for people. I am aware that in the field that I'm in, there is no real uh, progression, right? It's people been working there since they've been 16, same exact position, not because they're not qualified for another position, but because the people who who get those type of positions are 40, 50, 60 year old. Like I'm, I'm exaggerating saying 50, 60 years. Actually, no, I'm not because that lady have 46 years. Anyways. I'm aware that there's no ascension in where I'm at, right? Hence me trying to do my own business, you know, get out of there, get out, get out of the way. Because of that, I'm able to be clear, like, this is how I feel about this, or this is how I feel about that. Um, and it gets confused as me trying to skip the steps to become a leader to me thinking that I'm a leader. I realize how I'm like, I'm realizing how much pain affects everything. I know I talk about um, how, you know, pain is a thing and chaos is a thing that push you to the next level. But I'm, I started thinking about the physicalities of pain. I'm I'm looking at this as I'm dealing with these emotions that that flooded me, you know, just seeing wholesome videos of of people just being able to raise their daughters specifically. Right. It tore me up. Like my like emotionally, my week was whatever physically, you know, my uh, my finger has been in in crazy amount of pain. I get to work. Now it's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. I keep saying like once for me, once I start saying I want to be away, I'm challenged with situations that are going to tell me if I'm that way or if I'm or if I still need help. Again, I know I still need help, but I'm starting to see it a little bit more clear as I, you know, as I slowly be, uh, uh, come out of isolation. Right. Because isolation is not a stubborn thing. It's not a, I hate you thing for me. Isolation is my point of healing. Right. So as I'm slowly coming out of my isolation and I'm seeing things a little bit differently, um, I have to move in a way that reflects the energy that I want. This entire week, I felt that I told y'all the car messed up one issue Bust like my fingers busted to the bone. Like you can see, like it's crazy. Physical. I get to work. Mental. Am I going to be who I say I am, or am I going to flake in the moment of transgression of tribulation? I got to quit giving up on myself. I got to keep, I got to quit saving, uh, or I, I, I got to quit giving all of my protection away and start using a little bit on myself. Like I'm, I'm going into these, these situations, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually with no armor. 
right? Because understanding, like having peace and understanding peace is completely different. Yeah, I got peace and isolation. Yeah, not not having to do this and that. I get I get I get peace there, right? But there is a level where you have to understand it in a way that you can identify when it's when 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 it's gone, if that makes sense. I'm at that place of peace to where now I understand when I am the cause of my peace being altered because I'm going into a situation off emotion. I'm going into a situation um, ready because I feel like you're ready for for whatever. Right. And in the end, I get a headache. I'm I'm more mentally like it's more mental anguish. I'm frustrated now because I wasted a time that I could have just simply said, y'all, this is not it. I'm done with those days of arguing or having something to say just because you said something to me. But I'm also done with those days of just sitting in this this space of oblivion, um, not really caring and just, you know, I'll take whatever heat that comes. I'll take whatever pain that comes because my, I need to protect my kids. Them days is over. Like it was a it was a spiral of. All right. He keeps saying he keeps saying isolation. He keeps saying he he's trying to search for his peace. He keeps saying he don't want to respond in, in the way that he used to respond. He don't want to be tit for tat. Right. Car breakdown, tested my isolation, busted my finger, tested my emotional state as as a result to how I give out energy, like outwardly. Am I gonna freak out on everybody? Am I gonna am I going to blame? You know, because you know you get hurt. Whoever's around, that's who that's who did it, right? I get to work. I keep saying, no, I'm not letting these people alter my peace. No, I'm not letting these people alter my mental. I keep saying that. But when those times come, how am I handling it? This week that it was it it was so hectic on both ends on me having the feelings, but immediately putting it into effect like, hey, fam, listen. All that chaos responses, all that, you know, telling y'all I'm a quit. I mean, I mean it. But in my mind, you don't hear me for real, because when you ask me to work extra stuff, I work it. When you when you need questions answered for this or for that, I answer. So at what point am I going to be like, yo. This is how I feel about this, yada, yada, whatever. I had to understand when it was missing. Like I, I, I had to I had to figure that out like this week. So much happened and it's crazy because did I really need the antidepressant like as a result to how I see things, right? The physical anxiety is there, the twitching, the stuttering, the loss of thought, like all of that is there. I get that part. 
But because I had those moments that I had this week and I like I felt a for real emo like I it felt like a real thing being snatched for me, like in my body. And I'm like, all right, bet everything that I'm a part of that is chaotic is because of me, because of the reactions that I'm giving you. Right. I'm not the one. I'm not chaotic in a sense of drama. I'm chaotic in a sense of I could just say my real thought and walk away. But because you rah rah, I'm rah rah. Because you you got that vibe that I ain't no punk. I got the vibe. I ain't no punk. Knowing your true peace is is it's a deadly thing, y'all. I think it's so. I'm not even going to take this deep because I like this is a mental health podcast It's not my conspiracy shit. But I feel like. Along the line. Like a scientist. Made us incapable. Of using our full brain. It's certain things that happen when, like, you align. When you really be searching for that, that, like, I just, I don't want that feeling no more, right? I had to recognize that I'm the chaotic one. I chose you. I stay around you. I laugh at the chaos. uh, I argue with the chaos, what am I doing? How am I how am I being a part of that and saying, you know, I don't I, I, I don't want this. I don't want this chaos. I don't want this distraction. I had to deal with that. Had an issue with, you know, with my son's mom. I I, I gotta deal with that. Like I, I have to. And so understanding, understanding those things and, and, and having those moments this week, the emotional breakdown, the crying, the, you know, my body just feeling different. Like, you know, it's a part of me that, that, that should be here. And for the first time, like I'm, and I, and, and y'all know me, y'all know how I feel about my baby, but the, I, for the first time I felt like that void is not all Kennedy. That void is not all Imani. That void is yearning for me to be who, like to be my greatest self and focus on that in a way that I am not allowing people to um, even have anything that can alter my my path. And so dealing with all that this week it, it was, it, it opened my eyes to so much. Like, just sitting in it. Not trying to deal with it, not trying to shut it off, not trying to, I wonder this, I wonder that. But just genuinely, this is how I feel. And dealing with it. We got to get out of the, you know, like, fellas. We have to get out of this idea that 
crying makes us less than that being vulnerable makes us less than that appearing to to be vulnerable like everything not gay bro i know they got i I know they wilding with that i know i know this generation like for whatever reason y'all care about like y'all y'all care about the judgment and we all do at a certain point we all do but we have to we all have this feeling of not wanting to be judged, but we are literally killing our mental. We are turning that into stress, so it's killing our physical. So that's messing with our attitudes. We we rude, we, you know, aggressive at all times, and we feel like we just gotta be, you know, Mufasa. But everybody see the aggressive Mufasa. Everybody, everybody see the I'm a lion, I'm an alpha, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. And it's like if you can't if you can't box with your own emotions, if you can't, you know, tell yourself how you feel, if you can't cry with yourself, if you can't be vulnerable, are you really an alpha? And I'm being literal. I'm not talking about the click, the alpha males that do what they do. I'm talking like by true definition, can you be that? Can you be a solid leader that is depended on. Can you do that if you if you don't control your responses and reactions and control them in a way that you still say what you need to say, um, but in a way that will help? Fellas, listen. I've all I've always been emotional. I've always been vulnerable I grew up in an era where they let those terms fly, right? It's words. Say what you will about me being emotional, about me being vulnerable, about me being open up. I'm getting to a place of peace, fam. What it looked like and what it is is always two different things. I'm I'm here for peace. But we all go through a certain level of pain that alters who we are, right? What 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 hurts me, what bothers me, what frustrates me, what frustrates me, what gets me out of my focus doesn't affect my brother, right? I'm the youngest, so what I like it doesn't affect Duck. What Duck goes through, his emotions and stuff, it 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 don't affect me. What Kenny go through, it don't affect me, right? But we was born in a we was born and lived with each other our entire adolescence. We was all we was always together, right? But our points of pain are different. So if I'm going through something and Duck is going through something and Kenny is going through something, our life experiences have made us respond to it differently. We never felt like punks for being tired, for feeling like we got to do this or like we I don't know. We never felt like that. 
it's a sad it's it's really sad right now that it's so many men um it's so many men that want to be want to be vulnerable and want to uh open up but it's the stereotype that women don't listen and it's the same it's the same with the women as well they want to open up as well they want to be what they what they want to be they want to feel how they feel yes all of us are emotional i don't care what nobody say every oh women too emotional they this they that that's the problem you're not learning something that i learned from from my relationships is i'm gonna say what I'm emotional about, I'm going to say that shit loud. Either you're going to have the experience that I had, you know, um, being laughed at by partners, being told, you know, I'm extra, I'm drama, or you're going to finally get somebody that you can be emotional with and they'll be like, oh shit, I hear you. I hear you. Or you don't know how you opening up and being that listening ear for your partner. You don't know what that's going to open up. We get so lost in what everything looked like and not what it really is. I know some of the toughest people who go home and you would think are, you know, the perfect, like you have no idea the trouble they just caused on the street. You, you have no idea this persona that, uh, that we hold on to because nobody wants to to look away. I personally feel like all of that vigor, bravado, aggression is pain. It, it, it's misunderstood pain. And when something hurts you too bad, it paralyzes you. Not literally paralyzes you, but it emotionally damages you to a point to where nothing, nothing matters. Right. Um, paralysis is defined as a loss, as the loss of the ability to move some or all of your body. Right. I've been through so much physical pain that stopped me in my tracks. In the moment, I only saw the pain. I only saw the pain. I used to have asthma attacks, you know, when I was younger. Used to be on a breathing machine a lot. Like, um, had like none of my none of my close calls with breathing issues were regular. It always ended up. In some type of hospital visit, some type of urgent care visit, like because like my respiratory has been bad since birth. Right. In real time. All I saw was I'm about to die. There's no it's no like once your breathing gets to a certain point. You feel like you're about to die. I'm not worried. I'm, I'm not thinking past this ailment i'm not thinking like well what did i do for this to to trigger this am i allergic to this like none of that all i all my mind says is that this pain is so difficult that i have to sit my ass down right here and in the midst of it in real time i'm just i'm in pain i'm in pain i'm in pain i just need the pain to stop i'm not trying to figure out the why 
I'm just sitting here crying and wanting sympathy now because I'm about I'm I'm I can't breathe and, and not sympathy, empathy. But did I did I take my my hater like I was supposed to? Or was I too cool? I don't I didn't want them to think that, you know, I, I wasn't tough enough. Was I was I overdoing it um at recess? Was I overdoing it on the field? Still not say, or did I did I did, like I didn't hit my inhaler because then they gonna they're gonna make fun of me. And amidst the pain, you just you it, it's a it's a ping pong effect of the pain. Oh, if I move, it hurt here. If I move, like I've been there. I've been there. I broke my ankle once, right? Walking down the street, me and my brother broke my ankle. I had no idea it was broken. Whatever. I know it hurt, but I'm like stuck in that moment of I never felt this level of pain before. I don't understand why it is, why, why, but I just knew it stood me, it, it, it made me stop. And my brothers, being my brothers, we got to get home, bro. Like, I don't, like, I, I get it. it I, I, we got to get home. We grew up in a time where it wasn't no, I'll be there when I be there. It was, hey, I feel like you should be home in this amount of time. Y'all be wondering why back in the day y'all see kids kids just running just for nothing. Y'all wonder why y'all see kids just run. They parents say no matter what, you better be at this door or on this block at this time. But in the midst of the pain, I'm like, hey, man, we ain't going to make it. Right? And it was crazy because it, it was just it was uh, it was a day that we were to go after school to my uh, my dad's girlfriend house. Oh, man, trying to get trying to like once it really set in, trying to get up, uh, get up the stairs and just trying to make it. I realized that, again, paralyzed by the pain. That that pain taught me to pay attention, to be uh, deliberate about my steps. This is, this is beyond any, anything that, like these are lessons in the real time that if I would have learned it, yeah, I would have been, listen, I would have been crazy aligned back then. But boom, I'm not taking my asthma seriously. That pain hits, I'm stuck. I'm not learning the lesson in real time. I'm not learning the lesson of, hey, you can prevent this a little bit better. Hey, if you do this, hey, drink this. Hey, like none of that. All I'm caring about is the pain, right? I broke my ankle. All I'm worried about is the pain. I remember my bio dad like, man, it ain't broke. It's just sprained. Like whatever. Got me a big ass bucket of ice, put it up in there, and was like, just chill for a minute, it'll be all right. Only reason why I haven't like only reason why I ended up going to the doctor is because that Jones started turning purple and stuff, right? There was so many lessons in that moment of nah, it ain't it, it ain't it ain't uh broke. Just put it in ice. In real time, I'm stuck in that pain. So that stuck with me. Like, like, what you mean? Like, you're not you you're not gonna do a little bit more checking. You're not like like this feels a little bit extreme. I never felt this before. 
the lesson, hey, be deliberate in your steps. Pay attention to what's around you. Walk on the foundation. Stop, stop trying to have one foot on, one foot off. You know how much that would have helped me as an adult if I realized that in that that point of pain, that what was going, that's what was going on. My dumb ass after after they confirmed it's broke, my dumb ass at school with a boot on and a cast playing full court basketball. My brother snatched my ass so fast. And told on me. What was I thinking? I clearly didn't learn a lesson. That pain puts you in a in a in a, a state of paralysis that whenever the pain stops, it stops. Right? It puts you in this mental state of whatever I heard in a, in a, in that pain, I'm trying to forget because I don't want to feel like that anymore. I don't want to go through that that thing again. But it's lessons in that this physical pain that we've been through, like it's 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 lessons there that we must pay attention to. For me. I'm on my kids ass when things happen, not in an aggressive way, but for them to see why it happened. I've had concussions. We didn't care. You just got to sit out. I think it was like two practices in one game or two weeks of practice in one game. Why is my short-term memory messed up when I have a stroke? Because I've been playing football since I've been six. I played tackle from eight all the way up to 20, uh, uh, late, no, 1920. So, of course, when I'm beaten down physically and I get a concussion, I'm all I'm worried about is when I'm going to play. All I'm worried about is they think I'm a punk. All I'm worried about is I need to get back in the game because they, 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 they. Fast forward to now, me, oh, you know, your mind is 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 this, your mind is that, you need to protect it, this, that, now. If I learn the lesson then, that concussion changed nothing. I still was trying to knock people head off. It gave me no second thought like, all right, why? Because I got to be tough. I can't really tell you what happened in that pain. I can't really tell you that it's pain for real. I got to be nonchalant about it. I got to I got to just act matter of fact about it, because if I am vulnerable, if I show you pain now, you know, weakness of mine in my mind. So I'm going to keep on doing it. I'm going to keep on staying in this in, in, in this 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 paralysis of this physical pain. And I'm not going to pay anything. I'm not going to even have the idea of. It being a lesson in there.
the idea of of these discretions in our bodies and our days in our jobs in our entrepreneur journeys whatever in our creative space right the thing is is that it's so the pain is so intense because not only are we not taking precaution to prevent it we are not learning in the midst of it we think that that pain is going to last forever i need i need pain reliever i need this i need that i like we have this idea that the the next or this pain is worse than the last pain it's just repetition of pain and it feels that way because there is lack of understanding while you're in the midst of physical pain. Those are lessons. Those are things that we have to pay attention to. Listen, I broke my ankle not paying attention. A, be deliberate in your steps. Asthma attack after asthma attack. A, calm your breathing. Stay calm. It's really not that serious. Is it worth dying over? Right? Get a concussion. Hey, you, you can't be doing that. You can't keep hitting people like that. You can't keep trying to knock people's heads off. You got to try to tackle better and stop trying to, you know, be uh, uh, NFL rocks. There's lessons in it. If you miss it, now, if you miss it and you don't have anyone to identify that that's a lesson for you, you're going to find yourself in this repetition of abuse and abusive behavior. You're going to find yourself being a part of it because you don't understand the lesson in it. All you see is chaos. All you see is confusion. That's all you see. Because now your peace is challenged and your ego is challenged and who you are. It's now you got to be in a split second do I got to show this motherfucker what type of time I'm on or do I want my peace? This isn't my, this isn't my pain. I don't have to be a part of that. This is, this is not a lesson that I want to miss. So when we going through the physicalities of, of pain, these ailments, these injuries and stuff like that, the why is important. I kick, scream, scratch every diagnosis that I get. Whether it's something that I cause myself or something that just happens with age that I just didn't know what it was, how it was, how it affected me, whatever. But being stuck right in that in, in that intense level of of how can I say excruciating pain, we stay there because we're comfortable. Because we don't understand that these physical moments that are backed up with the I love you's, um, backed up with the um I didn't mean for this to happen uh, backed up with the it's not you, it's me like this pain, this physical pain that we go through, it, it, it doesn't stop. 
And as human beings, we really try to force it to force the physical to stop. Right. So we don't have to deal with it in a long form. But what happens is all that stuff transfers to your emotional pain. Once I start realizing that everything is broken down into parts, everything about our life is broken down into parts and we have to piece those parts together to kind of gamble with how, what type of day we going to have, what type of emotions we going to have. If we never deal with pain, when it comes to the emotional side of pain, um, when you have these breakups, you're going to keep going back. Right. When you have these uh, these arguments, you're going to just let it fly. Because in your mind, your place of peace is 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 important and you don't want that pain of rocking the boat. So you stay still. You go through a relationship uh, being tormented, being. Uh, verbally abused, being mentally abused, like on some sleek, on some slick sneak shit that you have, you have no idea. You don't know that this is that pattern of abuse that that comes in from your childhood. Every whooping comes with a sorry. It hurt me more than it hurt you. Every uh, every emotion is for for a young lady. Stop nagging. For God, stop being a bitch. You don't have nowhere to go. You don't have nowhere to go mentally. You don't have that space where you can say, I'm sad because of this. You don't have this 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 space um, to seek help in a way that's beneficial to you that doesn't come with, with, with scrutiny. These breakup to makeup type Things that everybody like, oh, like it's so sweet. It's so this. No, that's a very toxic thing. Yeah, people change and, and, and stuff like that. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the the I go with you today. I don't tomorrow. I go with you today. Three weeks pass. We didn't broke up. Got newer relationships. Two weeks pass. We back together. Not that. You in those cycles from abuse that you've been going through and you're not recognizing it as abuse. And I'm not saying abuse as in y'all are abusing each other. I'm saying abuse as in you've been going through stuff your entire life and the relationship triggers something for you to hate and love that person in the same breath. Genuinely. You can't be with them and you don't want to be without them. That is that's very unhealthy. It gets to unhealthy levels. But again, it's something we don't recognize as abuse. Can you imagine if. You got into your first fight. And you got your ass beat. And you just never saw the person again. You're not going to be worried about nothing else if you get into another fight because I'm never going to see that person again. Imagine if every time you 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 got a whooping when you was little, you got popped, you got yelled at, you got like something that demeaned you, uh, demeaned you something that made you feel away. Imagine never hearing it hurt me more than it hurt you. 
or never hearing, you know, I love you, but I had to, I had to teach you something. Now for the rest of my life, physical pain and abuse go hand in hand. Because I never dealt with that, that lesson in the moment when it hit me physically, I, I just was like, nah, I gotta, I gotta do what it gotta take to, to make this go away. But now you got to deal with the mental part of it. I feel so bad that I whooped my kids the, the amount of time that I did just going off of, well, my parents whooped me like when I had that moment of nah, because I see what happens now when I'm dealing with breakups, right? I allow you to hurt me so bad and do me so dirty. But you said, I'm sorry. You said, I loved you. And you said, I'm going to be different. My mind is like, oh, that's that's right. Because, well, you know, my the, the, the time I was hurt the most was getting whoopings. But I was always told that it's for your it's it's for your redirection. It's going to be it's going to be good for you in the end. And I never grew out of that. And so a lot of times I'm in situations that I don't belong in. I'm in situations and relationships I don't belong in. I'm, I'm interacting and mingling with people. I, I, I don't belong there. But you but you said you you. You were sorry. And so I, all right. That's abuse kicking in. That's every ounce of physical pain that you went through at the hands of somebody else or at the hands of yourself. And instead of uh, uh, a conversation to, to, to create a, a healthy path of discipline, you're just stuck with that and you're stuck to figure it out. As you grow older, the reality is we we don't see it. It be taking other people. Like I went to see my bro yesterday, and he started laughing. He was like, "You know, your sister won't talk to you." And I'm like, "Oh shit." She's very stern in, in her delivery of things. But again, we talked last week about not being lost in the how it's being said. But the lesson and her and I's relationship is one of like where we we see each other as siblings. Right. Um, I'll listen. I don't play about her. She definitely don't play about me. But the way she says stuff sometimes, it's like if you wasn't my sister. <laughs> but she. I had been feeling something in general, like, eh. in my mind, no one else sees it because I'm in isolation, right? Because no one looks at me that, like in detail of who I am. Clearly, I was wrong. My sis just start going down the, the, the line of like, but why though? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Um, like, it wasn't like she was chastising me, but she was drop. She was dropping gems 
that I thought I had already caught, right? I, I could be the fool when I'm the only one that know I'm the fool. But once it gets to a point to where, oh, no, 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 no. Let me, let me tell you how this looks. From people who know you know you, right? It changes the game. It changes the game. So she's talking to me and I'm, I'm like, I kept telling her like, no, nah, I feel you. It wasn't one of them sibling things like, oh, I feel you. But you really like, you're not trying to hear it. I'm at the place in my life that I thrive on constructive criticism. I thrive on uh, the people that I actually have conversations with, right? It's very few. But I trust those few people to tell me what they need to tell me. Doesn't matter how. It's a lesson in there. I'm not above nobody. I get on this podcast and I try to be be free as possible, be open as possible. And even then, I told y'all, I don't want to be the person who puts out some bullshit. And a person close to me be like, hey, fam. But in the event that it happens, I'm going to speak up because that's a that's a moment that y'all got to understand. Sometimes it's going to hurt listening to something that, you know, you know yourself, but you don't have that. You telling yourself in certain situations, it don't have that same. Oomph. But when you saying it out loud to someone who generally or genuinely has your best interests at heart. It hit different. I'm big and I've always big on, been big on confirmation, right? It's certain people who can say certain things to me and certain people who can't. My sis been around me since before I even had kids, before I was even married, any of that. She's earned the right to have an opinion on what the fuck she see. What she saw and what I've been feeling is identical. It just hit different because you see me. And I've been thinking about that conversation because it's like, that's crazy. But the realization of the action that now has to come with understanding. We don't realize the amount of, we don't realize how abuse has affected our adult life because we weren't taught it was, a, it was abused. This is just how it has to be. This is what I know. This is this is this is who I am. This is what it have to be, right? This is why I feel like like cuz I've seen people post this and I've experienced this myself. When people start getting older, they mysteriously forget the chaos that they cause. They mysteriously forget the pain that they've um inflicted. I'm starting to realize I don't even think it's like it's disrespectful because they act like they forgot. But I honestly think that it's more so their understanding of what they did. They realize like, oh, shit. 
I shouldn't have did that. I thought it was right. It comes with it, it, it comes with growing. It comes with, with, with growing pains. I told you, I used to with my kids. So I'm learning, I'm learning this cycle or I'm understanding this cycle of abuse and how it affects us as adults. I'm learning this over the past decade. Right? Because I was whooping their ass. But then again, I'm like, you can talk to me. What? Like, no, 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 no. We're going to go to therapy and we're going we gonna to handle that that early on life um, so you can identify and understand that was abuse. I don't I'm not debating with nobody. Whoever listens to this podcast, I, I don't I don't want to debate. I'm telling you my that is abuse. Unless your kid is running up trying to throw like really fade you and like hurt you like you whooping a kid that you were stronger than. For the sake of I'm the authority figure, that's abuse. And I'm telling you now, it comes up later in life in a mental form. We think it's cute. Oh, he got her, he got his girl back, she got her man. You are abusing each other. One of y'all know that this is abuse. The other one is just comfortable. Like you go through, you know, your your things with, with parenting, you go through um, just loving in general. Pain has stopped so many of us from finding true, authentic love um, because of the pain someone else left us with. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, they, you love them. And you will take them back over and over and over if you could. But would you take yourself? The emotional pain that I got with the trust issues from my ex-wife, from my daughter's mom, from my ex... They didn't birth it. It was already there. They just took care of it. They just did what they felt was necessary to get me through that pain threshold to get what they needed and wanted from the situation. So now. I don't trust. I'm moving in a way that like. I tell you all the time, I prefer open relationships, prefer being a whore, whatever, however you want to call it, because I don't have to get too attached to nothing because I know what getting attached do. But I also know what I know what that pain brings. I know that. All right. Yo, that's not conversation. That's not accountability. That's torture. You're not trying to tell me I'm wrong for improvement. You're trying to tell me I'm wrong so that you are placed on a pedestal of the better person. And because I don't want to challenge it and make you look away in anything, I look like nothing. 
identifying that characteristic in a person is detrimental to your mental health, to your well-being, to your future. We all got some type of issues going on. You have to find the person, if you choose to find people, you have to find a person that understands your ailments and in, 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 uh, health issues and mannerisms and tones. of. You have to get someone who understands that. Because if you don't, it's going to come off as arrogance. It's going to come off as ego. It's going to come off as that, right? I don't think, I, I don't think that, like now that I'm sitting sitting down, compatibility is is my compatibility has been very low with my last partner because there was always an end game. There was always a play that I saw, but I was like, ah. But then boom. But then I'm so quick to all right, I'm like, yeah, we could we could talk, answering text back. Uh, answering calls, falling into the same uh, uh, mannerisms and activity that I was uh, when I was responsible for protecting and providing. You feel me? Like doing all that stupid shit. Not real. Like, when do I want peace? When am I going to allow this pain to to uh, to subside in me for this situation, this yearning that I, I, I have of wanting to be with this person? It's like, yo, you don't want to be with them. You want to be with you, but you don't want to be alone. So you're incapable of saying, hey, this is how I feel about this. This is how I, 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 I think about this. I'm going to let you keep whooping me until you say sorry and let you whoop me again. I've been in this pattern my entire life and never realized the connection it had with abuse. And I don't want to, like, I'm saying that in general because I feel that whooping is abuse. I understand that sometimes you got to pop a kid, a kid hand or whatever, yada, yada, whatever. I understand that. I'm not acting holier than now. I told y'all before I would, I was wearing these kids out, but call it what you want to. It's an abuse. It's a person that is larger in stature more times than not more strong, uh, higher mental capacity that is hitting someone else that does not have that. It's abuse. Realizing that's abuse, and I'm realizing too late, like it is what it is, that's why, or that's part of the reason why it takes me, like once I'm connected to you, like you can do whatever as long as you you say Sorry. Right. That's dumb. I know it is. Don't like I'm I'm working on it. That emotional pain will stick with you forever, no matter how hard you try to suppress it, no matter how hard you um, no matter how hard you just try to move forward. It's just that's just how that's how it is, but we have to get into our minds that when that pain hits right away, that's when we start, why that happen? 
Why, like, why that happen? So when it begins to start to to uh, to fester and transform into an actual trigger, you already. All right, I see it. And you get the opportunity to approach it. See, in my relationships, I really didn't understand that part. Like, I didn't understand who I was because I was too I was too busy trying to be who they saw me to be. I've never realizing this now, I'll be 40 in November. I never have been given the opportunity in a relationship to be me, both protective and uh uh sensitive both aggressive and chill both calm and chaotic like i never like i always have been this character of who i thought my partner saw in me why i haven't had it i haven't had guidance on what healthy relationships look like i haven't had guidance on what do i feel like a healthy relationship is i'm going off of the things that i saw growing up from each and every one of people that was in my life. It's just a it's just a, a gumbo pot of everything that I saw from, you know, all of my uncles and aunts, my dad, my mom, you know, her sisters. Like, it's just a culmination of that. And I'm realizing like, yo, this ain't it. It's not you don't even want this. Like you've you've been you've been having this feeling of what the fuck is going on. But the if I go, right? You see so much happen when 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 uh when relationships don't work, right? Um custody comes into play. You know, trying to make each other look good or bad, like that comes into play. That mental pain that that causes, sometimes it 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 forces people to just tuck their tail because the bigger picture is if I respond how I want and how like I feel it's going to make everything worse that mental pain of if I don't have no nice words I got to get violent if I don't or if I don't like if the words don't come to me right now, then that means argue, excuse me, fuss, fight. Attempting to deal with the mental part of, of pain paralysis is one of the toughest wars you are going to fight with yourself. It's so much you have to break down in abuse, physical pain, emotional pain. Like at some point, the cycle has to be broken of us passing on the emotional the emotionally damaged energy that was passed on for uh, to us generation by generation i'm not trying to act like i'm better than anybody who came before me what i like i just realized no i'm suffering from things from physical things that happened to me when i was younger 
I'm seeing those lessons now and all that pain. It's too late for it's too late for me to like I can't go back and fix and fix that. I can't go back and learn that lesson in real time anymore. But what I can do is understand when pain hits me not to just let it let it paralyze me. I realize that there is a lesson in it. Once I once the the idea of or once the the physical pain, like my hand is throbbing right now, right? But it's only throbbing on the part that I hope don't have to get cut off. When it happened in real time, my whole hand was swollen and blue. I could have went nuts and ah, I can't believe I fucked my finger up. Da 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 da. I yelled because it hurt. But I immediately went into I got to fix it. I immediately like, oh, man, I'm bleeding. It's crazy. I start like dealing with the mental part of it. Dang, I'm not going to be able to type. Um, dang, my, my hand's going to hurt. I can't move the mouse. I'm not going to be able to edit. I'm not going to be able to do it. Mentally, mentally, so I'm like, what do I have to do? I can't use this finger. My hand is swollen. All right, you got to get the swelling down. The first thing was, was was to get the blood to stop. The second thing was to get the swelling down, right? Because this is my, I, I, I needed. I didn't realize how much I needed my, my index on my right being a left-handed person. But before it kicked into me mentally, I like I stopped. So the lesson was pay the fuck attention to what you are doing so this doesn't happen again. This morning, I opened and closed my table so slow. And I mean, I looked at every second of me just doing it. We get so lazy. We allow repetition to be our guide. And so I've done this 10, 20, 30 times. Now I'm hurt because I've done it 10, 20, 30 times. And I thought that I couldn't, I didn't have to really pay attention. Uh, ain't nothing on here sharp. Now I'm damn near about to have a nub for index. It's less than that in, in those things that, that hit you. And in, in, in we have to stop just standing still for the sake of standing still. When that pain stops you in your tracks right now, that's the time for you to be like, all right, I'm, I'm not dealing with anything else right now other than this pain that I'm feeling because I don't want two weeks to come. And now I'm like, I can't believe I cut my finger. I can believe it. I wasn't paying attention. I closed the table, busted my whole finger bet. I could say, oh, well, you know, I was talking and I was distracted or my mind was somewhere else. No. I have a finger that I use every day. I know it. it's attached to my hand. I knew it was attached to my hand. Wasn't paying attention. Closed the table. Cut my shit off. It's important to deal with, with that. It's important to, to understand that, you know, a lot of this stuff that y'all call trauma is, is, is really higher than just a, like a trauma. Like, like for real. But I'm not I, I, I'm not here to tell you how to to deal with yours. I'm just letting you know that it's imperative that 
when that pain hits, you don't allow yourself to sit still for nothing. I busted my finger. I sat still. I had my hand above my head because I needed to think. I needed to think. I just busted my finger, put my hand up. All right, what's the next thing? All right, it's blood is splattering. I need to I, I need to get the blood to stop. I'm standing still because I need what like what do I have? Do I have bandages? Do I have this? Do I have that? It click, I have this, I have that, boom. I'm on to the next step. Oh my god, it it hurts so bad. What do I need to do to to to, to get it to stop uh uh stop hurting? Boom. Pain pills right there. I'm standing still for a purpose. That's how we have to understand these things. When 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 you in a relationship and that relationship is 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 going bad and it's been some physical things or verbal things, stay in your ass still and figure out what the next move is. Stop keeping yourself locked in this cycle of abuse. It's not worth it. It's not what you what you are losing is not worth being comfortable in pain. We have to start opening up about the things that that hurt us. They're only weaknesses because you haven't heard them out loud. And so you don't know how to deal with them. We have to clear our minds. We have to get to this place to where we are. We are as important to ourselves as we make ourselves important to other because a lot of times we be out we be overdoing it trying to you know trying to be helpful and stuff like that sometimes they don't work that's why i tell you guys like it's important for you guys to understand on this podcast everything that i'm saying out of my mouth is stuff that i'm being through that i've been through going through or need to learn from if no one listens to this podcast, I have learned a lesson by looking at looking back at the things that I speak on. Pain is a real thing, but we 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 have to understand the importance of it. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it sucks that this is the thing that keeps pushing us forward. But if you're not dealing with that physical pain and you allow it to enter your mind fully, the battle is is, is lost. It's going to take you so long to realize that that breakup to make up stuff comes back because people hurt you and then said sorry. And then they hurt you and said, sorry again. And so in your mind, nobody is telling you that's not how life works until you're a teenager and you realize, hey, the first time, like, all right, I understand. The second time I some furniture got to get moving because you 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 feel that it's okay to disrespect me. That's the energy we give off when we're not dealing with the pain in our heads and we're allowing people to play with us. We're allowing people to come and go. We're allowing people to disrespect us, you know, in all aspects of our lives because we haven't realized, hey, I'm at the point you got one sorry now. Like this week, I'm telling you, like, if y'all was a sly on the wall, I'm... Boy, I oughta. It was crazy. 
But I can't sit in that that pain of that realization uh, uh, of yo, you saw it before. What like like my sister? What made you think this was the right thing when these have been the actions for this long? Even in our adult lives, we be trying to suppress stuff for the dumbest reasons. And when somebody, when because I'm at a level of understanding, it didn't put me in a defensive stance. It put me in a, damn, that did happen. Damn, you're right, sis. Without me doing the podcast, without me being open um, about what I'm open about, without me, without me doing that, my sis don't hear like, all right, now. I see he, 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 he hear it, but he not getting it. And so understanding that that's what's keeping us in this pain loop, this, this, this paralysis, why we allow this, this, this pain to just make us stand still is because we so afraid of the lesson. We so, we so afraid of sitting down and being like, yo, you was a fool. You know that that girl didn't like you for real. Right? Getting to that point of, now you know you should have been quit that job. Getting to those points of understanding your part in pain it relieves so much. I know I'm dumb. It's just in my mind, I'm doing the right thing. For everybody. But myself. And that's where my awakening was. See, I say isolation with the intent on not being around people, not really speaking to people, you know, so I can begin to, un to, to understand what's like really going on. Um, I like to have a clear mind, not too much advice, um, swaying my, my judgment. Cause it's a few people that I hold on to their opinions and I value them still, um, over myself sometimes. And so I'm dealing with that as well to, uh, mentally allow myself to be an equal, Right. Because mentally it's just certain people that I don't feel equal to. Not that they're smarter than me or I'm dumb or or, or whatever. More so because just my level of respect. But my level of respect is. All right. That person is 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 above me no matter what. Like we're equal, but that like that's how my mind works Um, and how I connect or disconnect from people because everybody has a position, right? Like I'm not a person of like, everybody has a position and everybody plays a position. My mind doesn't say you a punk, you this, you that or anything like that. My mind just is like, it's a, it's a level of respect and it's a, a level of honor that I have from, you know, getting constructive criticism from these people, um, getting hey, you shouldn't have done that. Like, uh, it's just a certain level that comes with it, right? If I'm if if I'm not learning the lesson, 
of pain overall, uh, both physically and mentally, I don't get to have these moments. I don't get the understanding of you're saying that because there is a sense of care for me there, right? I'm not looking at how it's being said. Why? Because I know how you talk. I know your tones. I know like when, when certain people talk to me, it's funny. If, if I showed y'all how the people closest to me talk to me, right? Um, at least my, my, my bro, his sis, and then DW, Tati, uh, if y'all saw how they talk to me, y'all would be like, y'all wouldn't get it because it's straightforward. They're straightforward because I'm straightforward. Ain't no sugar coating. Like, here, take it. You know I'm not like, you know I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. You know I'm not trying to be rude. Take it. I wasn't able to get to that point to identify the idea of uh, the, the, the hurt and the apology. I realized the apology, the significance of the apology is to patch up the emptiness where, where trust was. Now I don't, I don't like... You just whoop me. I don't trust you anymore because you're willing to hurt me. Even if I say this is why I did this, this is why I did that. Once I start understanding that. An apology could could hurt more than the actual pain. Because what you are doing is you're playing with my mind now. And I need my mind and, and, and that abuse spirals into work. That that thought of that apology, it creates this thing of. I'm going to keep doing this. But as long as somebody identifies or acknowledge that there's they're empathetic, then I'm, I'm no matter how much it hurts, I'm, I'm going to do it again. Like I get I, I get so frustrated with with so many things mentally because I never dealt with them when they were in the physical. I never dealt with them in real time. Everything is hindsight. So I'm trying to teach my kids by example, like now, because now I live in today. Right. Today, I am a podcaster, a parent, uh, a chef, an editor, an audio engineer. That's what I am today. Tomorrow I might be a whore. Who knows? But if I don't deal with the things that the 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 emotional things that are paralyzing me, if I don't learn uh, the lesson, if I'm not like uh, uh, trying to solve the problem, okay, it happened. What now? What now? My baby is gone. She like Kennedy is gone. She's never coming back. I understand the reality of that. I do. But I dealt with the pain in a way that was conducive for everybody else involved. Instead of 
a way that would give me a smidget of peace. I understand pain is inevitable, but how we let it grow within us and transform into our, our mental and transform to mess up our, our, our energy, our spiritual, we have to be more proactive in that. I'm telling you that as a person who has identified it and now I'm moving like that. I'm not arguing because I don't I don't want the chaos. I'm not complaining. Because I'm about to come up with a solution. We have to be able to. To sit within ourselves and problem solve like we do everything and everybody else. We have to understand that emotional pain we're going through is triggering us to do all of these things that we know we are uncomfortable with. We know we don't want to do, but we feel like I, I got to be a part of this. I have to do this. Uh, they have to love me. I have to, you know, be the perfection of their eyes or, or man, listen, do you want peace or do you want chaos? I know it's balanced, so both are going to come, but do you want your peace in a way that will help you? Or are you still cool with staying in that abusive mental cycle that you put yourself through, that you allow people to put? Like, I can't even say you allow people to put you through because it's you. You see it. You know it. And I'm talking to myself, too. So at what point is enough enough? At what point do we we pay attention to what our mind is trying to show us and um, and really sit down and get logical with it and understand that I have value? I got to be okay with standing by myself and my kids. I have to be okay with standing by myself when my kids move, you know, move or go to college. I have to be okay with that. So in the midst of the pain, I have to understand that I'm hurt, too. I have to understand that it's OK for me to express my hurt, express my confusion, express my misunderstanding. I wish that I, I was able to ID these things while in while I was actively dating and, 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 and trying to make things work in the relationships that I was in. Because if I if I realize it, I would have been dolo quicker. If I wasn't so stuck in my ego, I would have been able to 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 see, hey, bro, this is gonna keep happening. This is gonna keep happening because you are continuing to allow it. You see it. But you're afraid of looking away. You're afraid that your peace isn't as valuable. Um, your peace, your peace isn't as valuable as the people in your life. And for whatever reason, you know, we get lost. We get lost in just wanting to be everybody's savior. 
as humans, we all have that complex. Like the moment we feel like this is my moment, like, uh, I know I can help this person. I know I could do this thing. I know I could do that thing. When you get there, you lose yourself. You lose who you are meant to be because now you you didn't put it, you didn't add it a daggone stop sign. You didn't add it a stoplight, a, 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 a loop around. You didn't add all of this stuff and your journey was supposed to be straightforward at this time. Am I sad that, and I don't even say sad, right? Am I weirded out by how emotional I was this week? I don't know if I'm happy that I can feel myself again or if it's going to be an overwhelming feeling for me because I've been fighting this for some time now and I haven't like there's been um I think the longest I've ever been without you know my meds was a little over a week one time but it was still in my system enough that I was tripping but I kind of wasn't my mood has been horrible Horrible. Everything is on my nerves. Everything is taking me from zero to I'm about to slap the shit out of everybody. I didn't realize how much that medicine was helping me. Because with 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 everything, it's a it's a plus or minus with everything, with any type of of medicine in any way. Right. I lost my train of thought. Being off the medicine. It allowed me to feel in a way that I haven't felt in a while. It was extremely overwhelming and I felt like I had got punched in whatever part of the body that holds vulnerability right I felt like I got punched right there consistently on some Thanos punch type stuff and it was overwhelming and so at this point I'm like the doctor is not like I don't know what's going on doctor's not fulfilling my prescription they keep saying they sending it back yada yada whatever I told y'all before I'm willing to try anything that's going to help me. I don't like being overly aggressive. I'm naturally aggressive. I'm fine with that. I don't like it being overly. For what? Mood is completely in shambles. Like, can't sleep. Like, it's just so much going on. And if I'm being honest, I... We get, even in today's world, right? And a lot of people have broken away or been able to break away uh, from whatever. 
when I'm thinking about things like in this in this case, I had already been like, man, I want to switch over to cannabis and, you know, that realm to see if it'll help. Uh, to see if it'll help more than what's been going on. Right. But in my mind, I'm like. What if people know that I smoke? What if people know that, you know, I'm taking this? Uh, they're going to think this and they're going to think that. So I've always like even when it was a recreational thing, I really uh, and it wasn't it was like when I say recreational, I mean, like it wasn't crazy. I was, I'm more of a drinker. But in my mind, I'm like. They going to think this, they going to think that they going to have like because the stereotype. Oh, you smoke around your kids or are oh, you smoke in general? Even today you hear that. I'm hearing like, dang, this is going to this going to be disappointing. It's going to be this going to be disappointing. Um, like I've always looked, you know, my my big bro, Duck, um, my mom, like no matter what we are going through, I never want to feel like I failed them. I never want to look away. So I'm denying myself a possible solution to get rid of the pain by still making myself like, nah, they'll be more hurt than I'm hurt right now. And then I was like, nah, like I have to, I have to try. I mean, I'm not, I'm not snooped by, by no means, um, but the medicinal benefits that I've gotten in two days have been way better than what the script was doing. But does it have does it have its downfall? Yeah. You gotta deal with some with some stuff um that the script don't make you deal with. The pain is gone. I don't feel crazy at all. I feel very, very calm. And this whole time I'm sitting in a pain with no solution other than, hey, uh, are y'all gonna are y'all gonna give me the 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 meds that I need to calm down to be able to sleep? Like, I'm actively calling. One of my boys is like, man, just just do it. Just just try it. Not even on a peer pressure stuff, but just like, man, get to it. Like I'm telling you, it's going it's to help you. My other boy, he's been like, bro, I'm telling you, it'll help your pain. It'll help this. It'll help that. But in my mind, I'm like, man, what if my mama see me? You know, what if my brother see me? Like, these are things that you deal with. Whether y'all want to admit it or not, grown, it's still things that in your mind, whether uh, you the oldest, youngest, middle, whatever, it's still things in your mind that cross for a small second that you're like, oh, if my mama see it, if my daddy see it, if my siblings see it, what they going to say? But there has to be a bigger part of you of the why, Right. I'm not uh, like I had to really tell myself, bro, you acting like you are on the street on the side of the corner, like 
going brazy, selling it, all that. Like you're literally trying to bring peace to your body. And I know a lot of us are scared to try different things, you know, whether it's um, whether it's medicinal, whether it's acupuncture, whether it's chiro, uh, a chiropractor, like whether it's scripts. We have to understand that this pain is not going to uh, dull itself out. You have to be aware of your mental and your physical, your spiritual needs. You have to understand who you are supposed to be. You have to understand who you want to be so that you can feel free in trying what you need to to help you feel better, right? I see online, oh, uh, I like the chiropractor videos, right? But so many people be in the comments, um, it don't help. It's not this. It's not that. And you shouldn't do it long term. So fucking what? It helped me right now. It may not have done for you what it does for me, but you don't have to uh, try to put a, a negative stereotype on it to to move people from the option. Acupuncture, uh, cupping, like medic- like somebody has something to say about it in the 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 confusion and the, the disrespect and the egotistical um, comments will have people sitting there crying because one thing didn't work and it's seven more things that you could try, but you allow pain paralysis to set in because people said that don't work and you don't want to look away. You don't want to you don't want to find out your reality of peace. I was there with you. I didn't I don't want to look away. I don't want nobody to think this. I don't want nobody to think that. Do I care about what the fuck they think or do I want to feel better? Is what I'm doing harming anybody? Is, is what you're doing harming anybody? anybody? You going to acupuncture, you going uh, uh, to cupping, uh, whether it's meditation, goat meditation, stretching, Pilates, like there's so many stigmas on all of that. Do you care about that or are you trying to feel peace? I had a, I had a, a thought this this week because I'm a part of a new group, right? And it's a, it's this overall it's just a place where we can just be who we need to be. No one's tripping over who the leader is. No one's tripping over uh, my life is worse than yours. Uh, nobody don't give me advice or whatever. It's just a safe space to be what we need to be for each other right now. Right. And how can I say this? People put such a stigma on uh, tarot readings on real spiritual work, um, like voodoo, whatever, whatever. Like they, they, it, they give it whatever name they want to give it or attribute to make it sound um, demonic, right? 
as I started getting older and start realizing that my peace and my spirituality is important to me, not necessarily going to church or whatever, but me and spirituality to me is is uh, mental peace, um, physical peace, like just an understanding that there is a higher being than myself, um, just not in a context that probably everybody else uh, that we were abused into um, believing. Right. Not from our parents, but throughout the generations. Right. So this whole time I've been coming to grips with myself and what I believe in fully and what, you know, and what that means to me. Un how can I put it? Uninspired to have peace, the uh, uh being uninspired to to have peace, which is where I sat, right? You allow other people's opinion to 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 seep in and you don't want to give it a try. But sometimes. You have to be willing to step in an arena to figure it out for yourself. Now, if I'm being honest, I initially. I initially joined the uh, the group because the the uh the young lady that run, runs it she cute right i'm a man first boom so i'm like all right let me let me see what she on we're doing like we're we 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 had an introduction call and you know, we're talking, yada, yada, whatever. Again, I say it all the time. Just because I say I cute, it don't mean or beautiful or whatever. It's not me trying to actualize it. It's just that you are pleasing to my eyes. Um, so that I just want to clear that up. So as we're talking and we're kind of testing each other's energy out, I'm like, yo, this is this is crazy because I don't really are we like talking, right? I don't, especially not, you know, a video chat, but we, we was about to uh, meditate and we're just chopping it up and we're just going through it. And it was a sense of peace that came over me just having a conversation with her. And so she kept saying like, who does your shadow work? Or she kept mentioning stuff like that. And so immediately, again, I haven't said this. So if she listened to it, like, I don't mean no offense. Initially, I'm like, she's a witch. But even in my right mind, I wasn't like, she's a witch. Like, ah, it was like, yo, <laughs> what did I get myself into? She's not weird at all. She's not like, uh, you know, throwing dust at the camera, like, ah, like stuff like that. But it's a different perspective of how do you see spirituality? Do you see it with all these restrictions like um, that we have in traditional structures? Do you see it as you being able to freely be who you are and learn? Right. I feel like that's the difference between traditional, you know, church upbringing and stuff like that and spirituality. It's a restriction on who you can be while you're learning to be, you know, who you think you are versus being able to learn those mistakes in real th uh, real time, get through them and still feel like you are accepted by the higher power. 
I realized that I can feel how I feel about both equally and still have respect for both equally. I personally am at a, I told y'all I'm at a standstill with believing in, you know, the higher power uh, hierarchy that was presented to me because of what happened to my baby. I'm not personally out here. Um, like I'm not, I'm not acting a fool. I'm not like all the things that they say, Oh, if you deal with that, it's this, it's that. Um, but I start realizing what is it hurt for me to put to like, what is it hurt for me to gain understanding in that level of spiritual growth? If I like, if I believed my entire life, right. Cause I, I was raised in church. If I believed that the Holy Ghost was real, that the miracles was real, right? If I believed that for any amount of time, but didn't think that this spiritual side exists in people, in, in real life and people feel like they, they can manifest and they can, and they can like, and things are happening in their life. I'm not I, like, I'm not judging nobody. I don't know what, how y'all be manifesting. I wish I, I, I wish I had it, but I do know that there is a part of me that is gifted in a way that I was born with. But we ashamed and, and we feel crazy uh, it looks crazy. It sounds crazy. Like I'm not like I believe in what I believe in. And this past week really just opened up my mind not to, you know, go out of my way to like uh, I don't want to perpetuate either side of the stereotype of what spiritual work is versus what that is. The point that I'm trying to make is that you have to be willing to step out of that pain into healing. Right. And in doing so, you have to understand why the pain is, why the confusion is. You have to, you know, you have to want peace and, and want love and want joy. Um, you still could like. I tell people all the time, I am it, like, it's a thin line between their heavenly father and I'll blow this whole shit up. Meaning I'm all of me. I believe what I believe. I, uh, I don't believe what I don't. I'm no longer allowing people to feed me an interpretation of spirituality, to feed me interpretation of anything. I've been in pain for too long the way that I was doing. I know that something is happening to me when I meditate. I know that something is, is happening to me when, uh, when the medicinal kicks in and I'm able to, to like literally feel like my nerves and stuff, like feeling my blood flow in my body. I know it's real. We can't be afraid to get out of that pain. We can't, we, we can't be afraid. Like we have to find the way out. 
We have to. We have to find a way out. It's imperative that we learn in that lesson, like, hey, this is what it is. I can't do this no more. This pain is unreal. How do I get out of it? What, you know, what are my next steps? What is the, the next thing that could save me from repeating this error? That's where we got to get to. I think I mentioned it before, but uh, uh, Marsha Ambrosius has a, a song, and I, I, I never remember the title, ever. But she said, I have to lose myself to love me better. The way that I interpreted that, that was, I can't even be me enough to love me. I have to go out of my mind. I have to go to a place mentally that even is okay for me to love me. I have to become a complete stranger to love myself. We're not processing pain properly. That's what's happening. So when you feel like you have to lose yourself to be who you're supposed to be, I've been there. I, I lost myself multiple times trying to figure out, like, is this this or this that? And each time I failed myself because I came out of it like, nah, I need to be the person that 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 person that's looking at me that they see. So now I'm in a place of, yeah, I'm losing myself. But I'm losing myself in the spot that I belong. No longer losing myself to become a stranger to who I'm supposed to be. No matter the, the, no matter the, the, the struggles we go through, no matter the pain, no matter, you know, how long we have to stand still, how quickly we have to move, like whatever's placed on our journey, like it's there. We got to stop hiding from it, got to stop running from it, got to like we have to put in our minds that, yeah, like it's going to hurt for a couple of days. It's going to hurt. But while you sitting there hurting and while you sitting there rem uh, reminiscing on the good times, pay attention to what got you there. Pay attention to what you said, what you did. Pay attention to what you allowed. Pay attention to what was said and done to you. You're going to see the point that it was like, oh, I knew it right there. But I just, I, oh, I knew it. You're going to get to these, like, while you're pulling your accountability, you're going to get to these points of contention. And it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be the difference between you getting to that point. And, and still trying to hold on to what was done to you, or it's going to get to the point to where you identify, even though that was that, I could have said what I needed to do or said what I needed and dipped. And the moment you start realizing that you matter, your pain matter, your hurt matters, your love matters, your vulnerability matters, until you start realizing that, you're going to have to stay in the dark. And you already know it's too much light out there. So you got to get to it. What's going on, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for your podcast merch. Um, if you want to donate directly to 
the podcast, you can do so in two ways. One, you can download Good Pods. I have a tip jar on um, on that page. On my Poetic Properties Twitter page, I also have a tip jar there if you want to donate um, to the podcast. If you want to support me as an entrepreneur, everything that I have is on uh, peacefullyflawed.com. That's where I maintain um, my albums, my books, my apparel, shoes, everything. So go over there again, www.peacefullyflawed.com. Also, don't forget to click the uh, the link below, which is... The description. I have my link tree in there. Go and do a pre-order of my book. You won't regret it. Uh, King's Collective is going to come out within the next few months. I'm on the pre-order and uh, and marketing phase of it. So what I have going on is I am doing recite night. That's going to be every Friday. I will post those links where they need to be posted at. But again, in any way that you support me, whether it's liking, commenting, or sharing, purchasing, whatever you do, I already appreciate it. Thank you for everything and all support that you give me. You guys remember that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Peace.